thanks for coming back. This is Katie Newman, Mental Health Services Coordinator and Wellness Coordinator for Forsyth County Schools and Co-Chair of the Total Wellness Collaborative. And our goal is to mobilize the community of Forsyth to support the growth and success of all learners to lead a balanced and successful life. And we want to share what resources and opportunities are here in Forsyth, as well as a message of hope and encouragement. And today, I'm excited because I'm here with Kim Luby, director of the YMCA, and Mel um, Magaliff, who's the director of teen and camps. And I know I just signed up my first grader to um, Eagle Point, and it made me remember about all the wonderful things that the Y has to offer. And since it's um, registration for camp season, I wanted to invite you guys. So welcome. Well, thank you. I thank appreciate you, you being here. So I wanted to see if um, you guys could just share a little bit about what you do, what the Y does for a community, and how, why it's important. Yeah. Well, thanks. I appreciate that opportunity. Um, the YMCA is, is a place in, uh, for families and in, in the community to come together. Um, we, we are here to enhance the lifestyles of, um, of those that, that we touch. And um, we're here to help where there might be gaps in the community. So we really appreciate the opportunity to, to work with the school system and other nonprofits in the community because when we all come together, we're much healthier and we're actually um, much more productive in our community. Absolutely. And I know that a part of our collaborative, we have been really wanting to communicate to our um, community all about what is offered and mm -hmm. can y'all start by especially Mel because I know this is your season right this is your Super Bowl <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about what programs you do and what's coming up thanks Katie I'd, I'd love to talk about the awesome things that we're going to be offering this summer so we have teen programs that we offer year-round and then we have summer camp programs that we offer strictly during the summer and there is a little bit of overlap that's something that we're working on right now um, so first I'll talk about our year-round programs so we've got a couple teen programs that we're starting up right now we've been working on a leaders club that's been going on since September and we've grown to about 15 members the focus of the leaders club is to give teens ages 12 to 18 who are um, not yet in college a space and opportunity to be able to explore their leadership styles and guide their own leadership development. So we meet together every Tuesday night from 6.30 to 7.30, and we'll always do some sort of fun game or activity, and then we will plan a service project. We try to do one or two service projects a month. We've gone and served in a couple different local community areas. Um, and then we also do social events. We're going to a trampoline park next month. And then we also do things with the leaders clubs with the rest of the YMCAs of Metro Atlanta. So we've gone on retreats with over 200 students. Wow. And then I have 500 kids. Um, my kids are going with 500 other kids to a program up in North Carolina this summer for a week. Um, so that's a really awesome opportunity. And the nice thing about that program is that it's totally directed and led by the teens. That's great. And I had no idea that the Y had leadership programs available and I'm sure like I'm like a lot of other people in the community that it's just a gym like you bring kids and you work out and so it sounds like that's a lot much it's a lot more than that okay tell us a little bit about um, maybe some seasonal programs that you do sure um, so in addition to the leaders club we also are doing um, a program that I personally have brought to this branch in this area that I'm really passionate about it's called the bold and gold program it stands for boys and girls outdoor leadership development and it was originally started from the YMCA in Seattle and then also piloted at the YMCA of Twin Cities in Minnesota 
um, kind of the outdoor capitals of the world. So we're working to bring it to Atlanta. Uh, and we're going to be piloting that program here at Forsyth County's branch, hopefully um, drawing kids from the community and of Metro Atlanta and sound downtown Atlanta, kind of spreading it all around to the area. So the focus of the Bold and Gold program is to give kids who wouldn't otherwise get these kinds of opportunities the experience of being out in the wilderness with a group of other a small group of other teens their age focusing on independence and leadership skill development in a space that is not usually seen as a as a vehicle for that kind of education but really from personal experience i know that when put into uncomfortable situations with a small group that you've built trust with teens will thrive and be able to overcome adverse situations back at home Um, so my pitch to the parents when i talk to them about this program is yes we're taking your kids out into the middle of the wilderness with highly trained staff to have fun and go on an adventure but the real goal of the program is to put them in adverse situations so that the situations they will face when they come back home will seem like nothing. Absolutely, and we're seeing a lot of that in the schools too and in the community that, that kids are really lacking that grit sometimes that um, Absolutely. that we need because um, those uncomfortable positions actually help us grow, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I know that there's some costs associated with some of these things, um, uh, and I don't know if this is directed at Kim, but what are some scholarship opportunities that the Y provides? Yeah, the YMCA doesn't turn anyone away due to the inability to pay. So whether it's a child or a family or a senior, um, if there's um, something they want access to in the YMCA, we work with them to figure out how to make that happen. Um, we want to make sure that every child is given the equal opportunity for success. And in order to do that, that sometimes means we have to help out um, the family in order to give the, the family that access to get the, in fact, pick up children and get them to the camp in, that, in some situations. Um, but we want every child to be exposed to the opportunity of being a part of the Y, the Y That's family. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I wanted to make sure that we mentioned that before I forgot because a lot of these opportunities are awesome, um, not just for um, the you know the working well, um, the middle class, but also for, uh, across all socioeconomic um, status ranges, um, and um, that leads us into um, like the summer type programs. I know you mentioned the wilderness yeah. program, but what are some other opportunities that um, that you have going on this summer? Sure. So besides the Bold and Gold program, we have um, well specifically for teens, we have our leaders in training summer camp program which is a two-week intensive program for 14 and 15 year olds that's geared towards preparing them to eventually be camp counselors when they get old enough so they come for two weeks and it's an interview process and they have to apply and get letters of recommendation so it's really giving them that experience of applying for their first job but in a more casual setting and then they do a two-week program for the first week they do team building and leadership development exercises really bonding as a group at our summer camp and then for the second week it's mostly focused on serving opportunities so they go to other ymcas and they'll participate in the alpharetta ymca's feeding program this summer they'll go up to um, one of our residential camps and use their high ropes course if we get the opportunity they'll also volunteer at our preschool camp helping out the counselors there and then they'll also shadow the counselors at eagle point and learn what it's like to be a camp counselor at the summer camp that most of them have gone to their entire lives Um, and the goal with that program besides building our future our future staff is also to build future servant leaders to serve the why whether it's 
through staffing opportunities here at the Y, or if they choose to be philanthropic towards the Y, hopefully they'll remember the experience that they got as a child, as a camper, as a teen, and how we kind of brought them into the fold of service leadership. Yeah, and I know that we we talked earlier about you've had a lot of people share experiences with you about how the Y has impacted their life. And you um, were sharing particularly that you had um, a student that um, recently shared um, about their experience. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we have many families that benefit from our financial assistance programs here. And personally, that's what drew me to the why. Um, was the ability to be able to provide these kinds of opportunities to kids who normally wouldn't be able to get them. Um, So one specific story that stood out to me was of a, um, this woman was a single mother, and she called me, um, she just kind of called me out of the blue, she didn't email me or anything, and was explaining to me that she had um, two children that she really needed to find a place for camp for, and didn't know what to do with them, and she was having struggling, making ends meet at home and I asked her you know we have this scholarship application you can fill it out etc and she went through the process and the kids ended up coming to camp at a you know reduced a reduced rate but the wonderful thing is that none of the other kids knew no that's the great thing is none of the staff none of the kids I personally honestly was probably the only person who knew that these two kids were there on a scholarship and that we were able to help out their family in that way And the impact, and this was only a one-week program, the impact that I saw on these two two boys was just profound. Um, They came in, one of them was a little outgoing, but the other one was was pretty shy and reserved, and his mother had explained that he had trouble making friends at school and had issues um, socializing, and he came to camp, and the first day he wouldn't talk at all, and by the end he was just talking and excited and swimming with everybody and um, he had made a lot of friends and we talk about on the last day <clears throat> at the last day of camp the kids all get together and say um, like what their favorite thing about camp their least favorite thing about camp for the week and their favorite thing about camp for the week and his least favorite thing I remember was um, I'm upset that I have to that I'm not going to be able to see you guys every day um, but the thing I was he was most thankful for and the thing he loved most about camp was the friends that he made um, yeah and that's that yeah. growth op- that growth opportunity that you were talking about, even at that um, that teen level, but even elementary school kids mm-hmm. can have those experiences um, to produce grit. Like, hey, I'm coming in, I don't know anyone, I have my brother, but I'm kind of in a different environment, mm-hmm. right? I'm not with my teacher and my classmates, I'm with a new group of kids. And the beautiful thing is that the why is for everyone and that no one knew that this family needed assistance absolutely and the great thing about that is it's not just that holds true for the Y all over the country um doesn't matter like I've worked for the Y in New York City and then I worked for the Y in Birmingham Alabama and now I work here in Atlanta and it doesn't matter where you go why people are why people Um, so you feel that same kind of love when you walk into the room no matter where you go and we love to Um, I mean, I feel like our ultimate goal is to be able to relay that to our members and give them that experience. Yeah, and even just coming here, um, for those listening, I'm here at the Y with these two awesome people, and I'm just watching the kids walk by, waving, and to see the bright colors, and um, but also to see older people, um, uh, like parents like me, but also possible empty nesters, um, senior citizens. So it's not just the whole why experience is, is almost across the lifespan, the legacy. Um, can you share a little bit about 
opportunities for other people in the family other than the children, Kim? Sure. You know, the family dynamics have changed. So the, the um, definition of a family is not the same as it was 25, 30 years ago. I um, mean, we have a lot of um, uh, grandparents taking care of children and grandchildren during the summer. Um, but the why is a cradle to grave organization. We take children in the minute they're born and um, and we're, we're with um, older couples as um, sometimes their spouses pass away. Um, but the YMCA is a um, facil is an operation that serves all people. Uh, we actually run one of the largest Parkinson's programs in the community. Um, and um, that group um, is not only the, the Parkinson's patient, but the caregivers and just um, the joy that they find in coming here um, personally and then the physical aspects that they get through the exercise and the, um, to combat the Parkinson's is just, it's just remarkable. I mean, I've been in rooms where someone has stood up and said, you're talking about children, but I take the Parkinson's class and the Parkinson's program is all about what I'm about. So, so there's things like that. There's also, I mean, we, the seniors, our older population is the second largest population we serve in this community, um, right behind families. And um, so they do look, look to us for um, their, not only their physical um, aspects, but it's, it's also a, a big social part of their life is coming to the YMCA. Um, so I don't, I yeah, don't know, yeah, yeah, that's great. And two, to, to have kids and families see seniors here. Mm -hmm. And I think that too is showing kids that our fitness and our wellness is not just in our youth, but as we get older, we need to continue to improve our health, um, no matter what that looks like. And especially the physical health. I know that, um, that the Y has a lot of physical health opportunities, as well as those camp experiences, leadership experiences. Um, what type of, of like physical activity opportunities happen here right so we have everything from um, swim programs for little children and adults to actual fitness programs that are laid out for adults and children so um, there's designated classes here just for children that are part of their being a part of the Y um, and there's um, there's family fitness programs and there's adult fitness programs um, and it's um, it's not just for the fit person in the community um, our programs um, cater to those that are um, wanting to get back into exercise or maybe starting exercise programs or maybe have been referred to us through medical referrals that you know the why is the place to go because they know how to work with this particular type of population so um, we do some medical based work also out of this branch um, so we're here to work one-on-one -on -one and meet the child and or meet the adults needs um, and we do that through a program called coach approach with adults and um, through some other programs we do with our children but it's very specific to, and very age um, age uh, specific uh, programming um, for those populations and um, the kids programs are different every single day whether it's kids rock or yoga or kids Zumba classes. We do homeschool fitness programs. We've become a, uh, a place for homeschool parents to uh, reach out and the kids be exposed to different other types of activities, not just traditional physical, um, physical education, but they do anything from pickleball to learn how to bounce a basketball. I mean, it's amazing how many children don't know how to bounce a basketball. Um, so it's, it's, it's a full gamut 
of uh, physical activities. And, you know, one of the things that I stress is it's not about exercise with children and adults. It's about activity. Um, it's about people moving their bodies. And exercise sometimes is a bad word because it, yes, it, it's, it's so true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, and people t use the word exercise and it's like, oh my gosh, that is so painful. Um, but when you just say, just move, just do something that you enjoy. Some of the biggest classes we have right now are our dance classes. Um, they are packed. And um, the other classes that are really big are some of the things that the other extreme, and it's very focused on strength and um, kind of circuit programs. So um, it doesn't matter what you do, just move your body. And teaching children that behavior early on is so important to when they become adults and then when they become seniors. Um, because most of the people that as they age and they continue to be active, their lifestyle is so much, it's just richer um, than those that aren't and um, their bodies start aging quicker. That's so, right. Yeah. And I know um, too, it, it almost seems like when people um, like join uh, like a gym, a quote gym, mm -hmm. um, like there's a lot of times that hesitancy or a lot of, I'll hear people say, oh, I donate to a gym because they don't ever go Yeah. because of that <laughs> same concept. Um, of I, I have if I go to the Y if I go to the Y or go to a gym, I'm gonna have to go to zero to fifty. I'm gonna have to do this really stressful exercise, um, and then because it was so painful, or maybe they're sore for five days afterwards, yeah. they don't come back. Um, and so it's not as daunting if you think, man, I'm just gonna go dance, or I'm just gonna go like um, swim a few laps in the pool, right. you know, no stress, or I'm going to go um, you know, walk on the treadmill or different things, participate in activities, because it's about, like you said, the, the almost the, the pattern of behavior, changing that to be a part of your lifestyle and well, incorporating it. Yeah, and it's not just in this facility. So the facility is not, it happens to be a vehicle. Um, but when you look at camp, um, one of the, pe people say camps, camp they, they really don't understand what camp is um, camp is an experience that some children get things out of that people don't realize it I mean we, we we know through research that when kids are outside they are much more productive they manage if they're ADD or ADHD they manage that much well, much better they're less depressed um, but more importantly they're out there running around they're moving they're breathing fresh air they're getting dirty um, on top of building friends <laughs> they're obviously <laughs> building friends but when you look at those two or three months that children are not in school and programmed like we have them programmed is um those that participate in camping experiences like camp eagle point those children continue to thrive all summer long they 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 become more fit just through the experiences of camp they have less um, reading loss because they were doing Interesting. things. Interesting. I'm sure some teachers would be interested yeah. in that. Yeah, because they're doing things at camp where they have to use their minds. They don't They don't lose those math skills because they're building teepees and they're doing things that use math skills. So there's indirect um, experiences that they benefit from and, and hopefully those children come back to schools and come back in their family life a lot healthier and a lot and at least as knowledgeable um, as they left school. So, um, you know, when you look at how do you make activity fun, those, that's how you look at things from our perspective is, is you meet people where they are and um, 
not try to force a child or adult to do something that's maybe in a peg, you know, that's you're, you're putting them in a mold, um, but just keeping them moving, keeping them moving. And I like them. what you said about the interest level that mm-hmm. that making sure that that um, parents get their kids to engage in something that they that they enjoy that they and enjoy. That they like. Um, so I like that combination between that and then the Mel you were talking about like maybe the students may not be sure about like a camp experience but just from what you've you've done over the years you've worked in many different ways tell us about like that where kids have gone from not not being comfortable or not being sure or even adults starting programs and then not and then under and then realizing wow this is not that hard I can do this yeah well that's that's an easy one for me that's just kind of my story of why I decided that I was going to stick with the why as a career Um, so my first why job I'd never stepped into a why in my life my first why experience was working as a summer camp counselor for the YMCA of greater New York City for their sleepaway camp and their sleepaway camp primarily serves kids from inner city communities in the Bronx Brooklyn and Manhattan so these are kids that a lot of them have never seen a tree they don't know how to swim they don't get outdoor experiences that aren't in a New York City park or on the balcony of their you know apartment a lot of them lived in the projects and in you know, low-income neighborhoods and we would heavily uh, subsidize this camp to be able to send these kids for you know $100 for a week $200 for a week or sometimes even less to a sleepaway camp an hour and a half away which normally is a lot more than that um And I think the greatest transformation that I would see in these kids is twofold. Number one, it was the opportunity to be outside. And I personally worked with the horses. So to be able to see a kid who's never like touched a real tree or interacted with animals in this way, put them on a horse and let them ride through a trail and form that bond. Because when you, you know, there's a bond you form with a dog and then with a horse when you're on that animal working together, trusting it and working together to go through this trail. Seeing kids who were terrified overcome their fears of bugs and animals and grass and all of these things that they've never experienced. Um, so to give that, them that opportunity was life-changing for, for me and also for the kids. Um, and then the other side of that was a lot of these kids come from families where they don't see their parents a lot or they come from the foster system or they don't know who their father is or their mother is or any kind of um, family dynamic that we see these days. And often us as counselors and as staff would be the first person to really show this child unconditional love in the way that you do when you are responsible for caring for that child 24-7, waking them up in the morning, taking them to get a shower, brushing their teeth, all the way until when they wake you up at 3 a.m. in the middle of the night because they've wet the bed and they're 13 years old and Mm -hmm. they're wetting the bed because they've never been away from home before or been in a cabin where there's spiders outside. Um, So to really be that person to get through to that child who may have whatever barriers, um, however they present emotionally or physically, and help them grow in that way. Um, that, to me, was was the ultimate payoff, was to see those kids um, and get to be that person for them, the first person that showed them this love and this true care and giving 100% of our attention to them and, and being able to see them thrive and come back year yeah. after year. It, but, yeah. If you don't mind me interrupting, something that... Um, Mel just mentioned was um, some children in foster care. So the YMCA, going back to what makes the Y special, um, if, 
and there's this perception of the Y. Um, the Y is very committed to um, those children that are at the highest risk. Um, and one of those populations is foster care children. So um, the YMCA provides um, everything to any foster care child for free, whether it's membership to the Y, camp during the summer, swim lessons during the year, preschool, um, everything that um, we offer and a child in foster care wants to participate in is free. Um, and I'm, really, I mean, we got about 125 children in our county mm. um, that are in foster care. And, um, you know, they're, they're some of the most um, fragile children we they have. have. Absolutely. Um, and so, um, we we specialize in working with those children yeah. um, and especially through some of the experiences that like Mel's shared. Sure so. and also I like what Mel said too is that the why is the why wherever they go and so mm -hmm. they may go to another county right and and if they can go to the why there yep. then that's another familiar setting mm -hmm. that they may not have had you know in like if they moving away from their family, um, going from, you know, if foster home to another foster home, that again is that, uh, that additional community connection that can give those students those experiences, again, to use your brain, use different parts of the brain, that it's not just physical, right? It's, right. it's um, right. environmental fitness and it's um, a social emotional fitness. Definitely. Right? For and sure. definitely, um, and even to speak to that, is it's not only a national thing, but it's a global movement. So we have some teens that are part of teen leadership programs at other YMCAs in Metro Atlanta that are going to YMCAs in other countries to serve and to participate at their camps and to um, do repairs to their facilities or just to hang out with the kids. We have teens who are going to um, Costa Rica, South Africa, and the... Um, the Republic of Georgia, and they go to these. We have some that are going to London. So the Y is a global movement, and that those kinds of connections and opportunities for our teens just go to show that it they get that same experience and they feel that comfort wherever they go, even if it's in a completely unfamiliar country. Thank you. So if somebody's more interested in in learning about the Y, or maybe getting the courage to come and sign up for a membership or be a part of a program or maybe give back, how would they do that? They can reach out directly to us. They can call us at the Y and that number is 770-888-2788. Um, or they can email me and my email address is kiml at ymcaatlanta.org. Um, but anyone can help. Um, anybody that answers the phone can answer their questions. Um, and we'd love the opportunity to do anything we can we, we can do in the community to make it better. So um, hopefully some people will listen to this and um, ask us to, to get more involved in something that they feel would be a good fit for us to Absolutely. help out with. Yeah, it. and I think so, that makes a good point that, yeah. that, that they can reach out to you and, and yes. make the why connected in other areas yeah. of our community. So that's mm -hmm. certainly important. Something that's coming up um, that um, in April, um, it's a super big day for our community um, at the Healthy Kids Day. Mm -hmm. Kim, would you share um, a little bit about that before we wrap up? Sure. Thank you for that opportunity. Um, Healthy Kids Day is on April 27th. It is a national day of really uh, raising up the awareness of um, how we instill good behaviors and activity in children. Um, and um, we here in Forsyth County, um, although the, all of the YMCs in Metro Atlanta are doing this, here in Forsyth County we're partnering with Forsyth County Schools and um, really bringing, hopefully bringing some awareness to the Total, uh, Total Wellness Collaborative. Um, 
uh, Northside Forsyth Hospital, Choa's uh, Children's Hospital, um, the Coming Forsyth Chamber, and Katie Photography. Um, then it's going to be a big day. It's free. Uh, it'll be 10, 10, to, 10 to 1 um, at Denmark uh, High School, so we're really excited to be able to have it there. And um, they, people will start seeing that information out in the newspaper, um, on the school's websites, that kind of stuff. But it's, it's a, free, a free day of fun, and we hope the community comes out and, and joins us. Yeah, and hopefully we'll, um, we'll hope for good weather, but yeah. luckily it is at a high school, so there's lots of options there, and um, it'll also bring people to our new high school, yeah. um, one of our new high schools. Um, that, beautiful. Uh, it's a beautiful campus, yeah. and it'll be on the football field if weather permits, so yeah. we just want everybody to come out and bring your friends, neighbors, loved ones. Uh, grandparents and we'll have a great day and we'll also have a table there with um, some camp staff and camp specific information if you want to know more about signing up your kids for camp this summer because we do anticipate a full full, full house full house right. <laughs> it's okay. gonna be it's gonna be full okay so april 27th 10 to 1 at denmark yep thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you back next time We'd like to say thanks for our collaborative agencies and to United Way of Forsyth County for helping sponsor the podcast. Visit us at www.forsyth.k12.ga.us slash student support. The views in this forum are from the individuals of the panel and are used for community discussion purposes. To view Forsyth County Schools disclaimer, go to www.forsyth.k12.ga.us slash disclaimer. <laughs>